The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney Bride Summer Jane Just about her Rose Court Garden wedding at the Disneyland Hotel and her Sleeping Beauty Pavilion reception. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose these locations and how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Summer Jane. Hi, Carrie. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be on your show. I feel like I am a super fan and this is so exciting for me. So thank you. <laughs> well, I'm so glad that you were able to be here. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiance decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disneyland. Yeah, absolutely. It was a really easy decision. My husband and I are just big Disney lovers. Our second date was at Disneyland and we're magic key holders. And during a road trip to my cousin's wedding, I actually made him listen to one of your podcasts. And I was like, see, this is why we should have a Disney wedding. And he's like, oh, yeah, of course. I'm like, oh. I didn't even have to sell you on it. We're not even engaged, but I'm like, okay, we put the idea out there. And then I didn't know at that point, he had already asked like my dad's permission to marry me, which is really cute. And then the following week we went to Disneyland for the Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. And we had reservations at blue Bayou. So I wasn't thinking about it at all. And he ended up proposing at the blue Bayou. And literally while I'm talking to everybody afterwards, Oh my God, I'm so excited. And like, so are you planning your Disney wedding? I'm like, yep. <laughs> and it just kind of, fell right into place. So it was really easy. I think it was already made for us subconsciously before we chose to do our Disneyland wedding. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. My husband proposed while we were waiting for a reservation at the Blue Bayou. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's so great. <laughs> it's a magical place. <laughs> totally. <laughs> okay. So then how did your friends and family react when they found out your wedding was going to be at Disney? Oh, yeah. They they were like, well, of course, duh. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, it's going to be Disneyland. And I originally was kind of maybe thinking Disney World. I really loved the UK Pavilion. But then my husband's dad doesn't fly. And so it had to be a location that was going to be local in SoCal. And we're, like I said, we love Disneyland. It's more of my home park anyway. So my whole family was, they only knew about it and they were really excited. And I think they would just would have been like flabbergasted if we decided not to have a Disney wedding. So it was a really easy um, decision to my family and friends. They all, they all loved it so much so that people I hadn't heard from in a long time were like, oh, are you heard you were getting engaged summer? Congratulations. You're going to have a Disney wedding. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yes. <laughs> so yeah, everybody knew. <laughs> <laughs> so then how many guests did you invite and how many were able to be there? So we had a target guest count of 75 people. My father and my stepmom really gave us a generous amount of money to help pay for the wedding, but we did have to pay for still a substantial amount. And my husband was really adamant, which I agreed with, that we weren't going to go into debt. Anything that we had to be paid, we had to make sure we could pay it off within like a time period. And then so it kind of limited the guest count to 75. So with that in mind, we invited 102 people with the expectation based on past brides on your podcast and your guide that the success rate is between like 50 to 60 percent. And so we invited 102 with the hopes that 75 would come and then we would have like a second list of people we would invite if we didn't get that 75 percent. And out of the 102 people we invited, 96 ended up RSVPing and then with a few last minute cancellations, we had 89 people attend. So 91 if you include my husband and I. Wow. So then did that change the budget up or how did you handle that? It did. And we used your Excel sheet and my husband's Excel sheet. And with our minimums, it was 150. And so we, instead of doing a couple of like maybe the brunch inside the dressing rooms or some snacks, we eliminated those so that that 150 per person minimum, we were at 151 like dollars. So we were like pinning everything like, okay, now we have 89 people coming or 92. We really had to make sure that we were being diligent with our prices. Got it. Okay. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your wedding? A large part of that was also due to your book and listening to the other brides. Basically, there was three big things that I wanted to focus on. One was we figured we could save money on the minimums if we got married on a weekday. And then two, I already knew I wanted a morning ceremony because I wanted to go into the park after the reception with my family and the bridal party. So it needed to be in the morning. And then three, I wanted to try to pick a non-busy time at the park, which is like, you know, impossible these (laughs) days because it's always so busy at Disneyland. But um, I did some research and like looked at some like um, Instagrams and some reels and It looked like the least popular time for Disney was like that first, second week of September due to like kids going back to school. And then it's like that week right before the Halloween decorations come up. Uh So we chose to go with the September time frame. After we finalized our date, though, Disney announced it was going to be the D23 Expo that same week. We're like, oh, great. And then like a month later, like, oh, Actually, on September the 8th, our wedding day, it's going to be Disney Plus Day. (laughs) I'm like, this is so bad. But it ended up being fantastic because the park was empty because everybody was at the convention. And it ended up still being like the most magical ending to our wedding day going to the park. So that's how we decided the, the day and the time. Okay, so that's actually a great tip. Plan to be at Disney during D23 Expo because no one will be in the park. <laughs> yeah, there no Carrie, nobody was there. It was unbelievable that we 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 did we did four rides in under 2 hours with 18 people. Wow. Yeah, it was it was incredible. It it couldn't have turned out any better. That's awesome. So then how did you choose the ceremony and reception venues? 
That was a really super easy decision. I just absolutely adore the Rose Court Garden at the Disneyland Hotel. It's really beautiful on its own. It doesn't need like excessive floral and decor. My husband and I personally love the location because it's it's right next to Trader Sam's. And we would go to Trader Sam's before going to the park and we'd walk by the gazebo and I'd be like, oh, it's so beautiful. I want to get married here. And he's like, oh, to me? I'm like, well, of course to you. (laughs) (laughs) And we would take selfies. And after we got engaged, we took a selfie in there and we continued that tradition. Even now after we're married, we still stop by the Rose Corps Garden and we take our selfies and we plan on doing that for every anniversary and all of that. That fun stuff. So that was easy to choose the Rose Corps Garden. And then for our reception, We chose the Sleeping Beauty Pavilion. It's like a mainstay at the Disneyland Hotel. Again, it's beautiful on its own. You don't need your own decor. Really big windows that overlook the Disneyland Hotel pool. And it just has a magical feeling to it. I really didn't want something that felt like a conference room that I was going to have to like spend all this money on this decor. And the room just speaks for itself. That's great. How did you choose your officiant? Well, this is kind of an interesting decision for us. My mom had kind of voiced concerns in the past that she didn't want any kind of confusion on who the mother of the bride was. At my sister's wedding, some guests thought that my stepmom was the mother of the bride. It really hurt my mom's feelings. And she made it very clear to me that she wanted everyone to know the program, the speeches, everything that she was like the one and only mother of the bride. On the flip side, my stepmom is a very big, important part of our lives. And her and my dad have been married for over 10 years. And I didn't want her to feel dismissed either. So my husband and I spoke and we agreed that we were going to ask my stepmom to be the officiant. And then that way she could still be involved in the wedding, still feel important. And at the same time, I can still acknowledge my mom as the mother of the bride and give her that moment too. Oh, that's a great solution. Yeah, it turned out really well. My stepmom was so honored and she she really loved having that integral moment of the wedding. And then my mom really felt special that she knew that there was no doubt in anyone's mind that she was my mom. She was the mother of the bride and she was going to have her moment too. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned earlier that you did a lot of DIYs. Can you talk about what sorts of things you did for your wedding? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love DIY and I kind of got like obsessed with it before the wedding. So we DIY'd basically all of the decor. We didn't get any decor from Disney whatsoever. One of the things we did was a Disneyland mailbox. And so I ordered the decal from Polka Dots Abbey and they're from Instagram. They're super cute. And I literally got like a a box from Amazon and my husband spray painted that beautiful sage green for Disney and put the decals on it. And that was like our guest book is that we had Disney postcards and our our guests wrote on the postcards and then they put it inside the Disneyland mailbox. Like they were mailing us their, their well wishes. And cause we had originally done our invitations for mailing them from Disneyland as well. And then all of the save the day, all of the wedding inserts, our invitations were all Disneyland e-ticket books. And my husband made everything on that way. And he's really creative and he's really smart. And I have to give him all of that credit. He did all of that. That was all him. I'm very lucky to have a very involved husband during the planning process, (laughs) which I I realized is not normal. At the time, I was like, oh, why do you care so much? (laughs) But later, I really appreciate that he cared. (laughs) 
And then for our centerpieces, my sister Shelly, she made all of our centerpieces, which were these beautiful Mickey-shaped flowers. And then every single table had its own Disney ears themed to a classic attraction. So we had Haunted Mansion ears. We had Pirates of the Caribbean ears. We had People Mover because that was my husband's favorite. We had the Railroad. And so each table had its own ears that she basically made. And then my uh, other sister, Kimberly, and my mom and my stepmom also helped make all of the ears. And then I also made my floral charm bouquet. And so it has my pictures of my grandparents who had passed. And that way they could walk down the aisle with me and printed out their pictures and, and put them inside their little floral charm, which well, I was making, obviously, made me emotional, made me think of them, and it was a really sweet little touch. And then lastly, what I made was, like, these little Mickey Mouse floral bouquet balls that were, like, the decor on the guest book table. Got it. Okay. Did you guys add any entertainment to your reception? Yeah, we did. Well, I think that a lot of brides don't realize is an option for your entrance is the, the fire truck. And I have to tell you, Carrie, it was the absolute best choice that we made is a Disneyland fire truck. And I know the carriage is a mainstay, but with the fire truck, it gives you so many more options that the carriage doesn't quite offer, such as like taking pictures with your entire burial party can go inside the fire truck. One of our pictures was all of the groomsmen and all of the bridesmaids in the fire truck. And we got to do my entrance with my dad. And then after we got married, my husband and I had like a little private tour around the Disneyland hotel on the fire truck. And then it's something that we can always go back to Disneyland and celebrate. So because they have those transportation vehicles on Main Street, we can always go back and take our ride on the fire truck and remember our wedding. And I, I just absolutely can't recommend it enough. I really just love the fire truck. And then other entertainment that we had, we had a caricature artist and he was fantastic. They were there for the cocktail hour. And then it was such a big hit that we extended him another hour at the reception. So he was there for three hours instead of two. And we kind of like had a theme of like a, a dapper day type of 50s wedding. And so we didn't really want a picture booth because it wasn't on theme, but the character artist was. And we just we adored him. He was fantastic. And then the last thing of entertainment we had was a DJ. We had DJ Pat with Sound Prodigy, and he was a delight to work with. He was super prepared and had an app that was easy for us to pick the songs that we wanted and a whole timeline that was um, very well organized. And yeah, he was a pleasure too. That's great. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors you would recommend? Oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. The mushroom risotto, Carrie, is so good. It is amazing. <laughs> I could have eaten a whole bowl of it. I wish I had. I probably ate like four bites during my wedding. <laughs> but it was amazing. And I really liked it during our, our food tasting. So our menu tasting, it was great. By far the best item. We also really actually liked the corn salad. As silly as that sounds, but the corn salad was really good. And then there was like a chicken with a demi stuffing glaze, I believe. And that was delicious. And then for the cake flavors, you know, the churro cake was actually a big hit. And because I'd heard others say that they didn't quite enjoy it. But we loved it at Disneyland. They have like little bits of churro inside like the filling which tasted great. And then the top tier was my favorite, which was, it was seasonal, but it was the pumpkin cake with the cream cheese frosting. And I, I could have eaten the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> K 
Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the wedding day ran? Yeah, absolutely. It started very early at 3.30 a.m. And then that's when I met with my hair and makeup, which was Megan with Fairytale Hair and Makeup, who was absolutely just amazing. I I don't usually wear makeup and I kind of feel like I look silly when I wear makeup. And so it was really important to me to make sure that I didn't feel like I look like a clown. <laughs> I know it sounds terrible, but I just don't really normally wear makeup. And when she was done doing my hair and makeup, I was like shocked. I was like, oh my God, I look great. <laughs> <laughs> but she was wonderful. I just loved her. And then so around 8 a.m., our photographers, which was the Honeymooner Productions, again, fantastic team. They are like a husband and wife team. And Maddie, she does like the photography and her husband does the videography. So she came at 8 a.m. and she started doing some of the getting ready shots. And then she's right off the bat going, Summer, you're gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. The glam. You look beautiful. I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. I'm like amazing, you guys. <laughs> it was such a hype team. I was like, it was 8 a.m. and I was feeling it. I was, woo, all right. This is going to be a great day. <laughs> and then uh, let's see, around 8.30, we did a first touch with my husband. So we had cards that we exchanged behind like a partitioner in front of the Disneyland Hotel. And we had little cards that we almost wrote the same exact thing in our cards, which was really adorable. And then I also surprised him with a little gift, which was a custom canoe because the canoes are his favorite ride. And then there's this team called Clark and Dagger, and I obsessed with them. They did our cake topper and I loved it so much. I asked them if they could do me a special design for my husband as their wedding gift. And they made him a little custom canoe that had like, our dog's paw print on it and it put our initials, but it looks just like the canoe at Disneyland. And he was so surprised. I love seeing those photos of his face when he opened up the little canoe. It was, it was perfect. And then after that, my dad and I did our first look and then we took some pictures in the fire truck while we waited for the ceremony to start. There was a little bit of a holdup where we were delayed. I don't really know what happened, but it was supposed to start at 930 and it didn't end up starting until 9.50. And then the ceremony, after it concluded around 10.15, the fire truck took us around the Disneyland Hotel. And we had that special moment, just the two of us, of like, we did it. We're, we're married. I love you. Oh, my goodness. And just that that really special moment. And we came back from our, our little tour around the hotel. And we took pictures until 11. The reception went from 11 to 3. And then at one point, we were pulled to take more photos outside, and we had a little Disney magic moment when our photographers asked us to step down. And then, like, at the Sleeping Beauty Pavilion, it's on the second floor. And so when you go down the stairs, it's right above Goofy's Kitchen. And so we went outside to go down the stairs to take photos outside. And then at the bottom of the staircase was Minnie and Pluto and Goofy all waiting for us. And I was like in complete shock. And it was all due to like Sue Romano, who's with Disney Fairytale Weddings. And I was like, Sue. And she's like, I love you, Summer. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I was in such shock. And we got pictures with him for like 10 minutes, completely complete surprise and some great photos with them. It was just wonderful. It was, it was so cool. <laughs> and then after the ceremony was done, we changed, well, I changed all of the groomsmen and my husband were able to still wear 
their uh, their attire. But because you can't wear a wedding dress inside Disneyland, I had I was I was wearing like a like a cocktail dress already, a cute little fifties white dress. And we went into the park and we were able to take pictures just from Disney Photo Pass in front of the castle, we in front of Small World and in Main Street. And the Disney Photo Pass photographers were fantastic. They're like, did you just get married? I'm like, yeah, I did. (laughs) Just now. (laughs) And we was like, you know, there was about 18 of us and we took pictures in those destinations. And then, like I said, the park was empty. So we literally, it's like 4.15, we walked right on Small World, and then from Small World, we all walked down to the carousel, and we walked all on the carousel, and then from the carousel, we walked to Mark Twain, and we went right on Mark Twain, and then from Mark Twain, we went to Pirates of the Caribbean, and the, the group of 18 of us, and it was such a cool feeling to have all of your people that you just love so much to experience all of that with you. And then the icing on the cake was after Pirates, we had reservations for 18 people at Blue Bayou, which let me tell you, is no small feat <laughs> and very, very hard to do. Like waking up at 3 a.m., you know, 60 days out, booking a bunch of random reservations. And then my cousin, Sharon, was fabulous. She went to the Blue Bayou a couple hours earlier and said, hey, so hi, all these reservations for Summer and Jason, there's actually a group of 18. What can we do? And she worked her magic, Disney worked their magic. And then after we wrote on Pirates, we had a table of 18 inside the Blue Bayou and had a wonderful closing dinner. It was a grand circle from after where we got engaged at the Blue Bayou to now our big dinner with everybody that is nearest and dearest to us. And After we ate there, we went on one last ride at Thunder Mountain and we took a whole entire train and ended the day just on the most magical note. (laughs) (laughs) And then lastly, the next morning, we ventured off to Disney World for our park shoot and our honeymoon, as I like to call it, our bi-coastal Disney extravaganza. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd love to talk about that. A lot of people aren't aware that if you get married at any Disney property, you can do a Magic Kingdom portrait session before the park opens or Epcot or any of the parks in Florida. Can you talk a bit about how you decided to do that and what it was like for you guys? Yeah, absolutely. We really wanted an in-park photo shoot. And unfortunately, the Disneyland is a little bit harder one to schedule your in-park shoot. And two, it's not as affordable. Even though Disneyland is our home park, Disney World, was we knew we were going to honeymoon there. And it's just a lot more within the budget. It, your, your session includes the photographer. And it was like, okay, well, this is cool because we can always take photos inside Disneyland, but we can't always take photos inside Disney World. And the process was really easy to book, actually. I just emailed them and they just asked me for my planner from Disneyland and some information they just needed to confirm that I had my Disneyland wedding. After they confirmed it, um, they set up the time. And because I think I was, it was a Monday that I had my in-park shoot. So it wasn't a very popular day. And they're like, great, we can set you up. And so you do have to pay your whole amount as soon as you make the reservation. And they guarantee it. Then you have to pay the whole amount then. And so we paid it. And... You know, I'm not, I read all of the things in the Diz Brides group. So I was definitely aware that some of the photos and the photographers were not up to some people's expectations. And it was definitely a worry. 
And I had a couple people that I had requested and, you know, they won't tell you until you get closer to your date. And the original people I requested were not available. And they gave me the list of the remaining with like a, a YouTube video of who you can choose. And I went with Amy and oh my goodness, it could not have been a better choice. I just loved her, her assistant, Ty, who also takes photos there. They both just had this great energy that matched with us like completely. We're a pretty, I like to say, fun couple. Um, we didn't really want a lot of serious shots. We really didn't want the like, we like candid, we like fun. We just didn't want a bunch of portraits that were like, but we felt like we'd seen a lot of. There's nothing against anyone else who enjoys that. It's just not quite our personality. So we brought some props too. And so they, we stayed at the Animal Kingdom Kadani Village and they picked us up and we're like, oh, hi, good morning. And we were really excited. And they said, do you have any, like an idea, request? I was like, we do. Here's the thing. If it's at all possible, we really don't like the teacups. I kind of feel like the, the pictures are kind of awkward. So we did route one, which is the teacups, the carousel, and Snow White's wishing well. And I didn't really care about the wishing well, and I really didn't care about the teacups. So I asked them if there was any way we could forego those two places and add Peter Pan because I am obsessed with Peter Pan. He is my all-time favorite. Our wedding had a Peter Pan theme, a dapper Peter Pan theme to it. And I had a dapper umbrella parasol that had Peter Pan images on it that I brought to incorporate. And they're like, you know, yeah, we can do that. I'm like, oh, awesome. Okay. I was ready to sell it. I was ready to give every explanation I needed to give. And they were completely on board. And so we took photos in front of the castle. We took all of the standard photos and the carousel, which were really lovely. And then we did the, the candid ones in front of Peter Pan, which are like some of my favorites. And then we did some where I'm twirling around and I'm hitting my husband with my dress. And <laughs> it's really fun. But my all-time favorite photo was right at the end. We had brought our Mickey and Minnie shoes. We had brought our, our ears and our Walt Disney World sunglasses. And... Our photographer, Amy, was like, okay, I want you to walk in front of the castle. We're like, walk in front of the castle? Yeah, you just, you love each other. It's going to walk in front of the castle. And so I start doing like these little kicks in my dress. <laughs> At one point, my shoe falls off and my husband grabs my shoe like it's Cinderella. And it was like, come back, come back. <laughs> but it was so fun. And those photos turned out so great. Oh, my goodness. Like, Carrie, they were it was worth every single penny. We got our sneak preview back within two weeks of like our, our five shots. And then we ended up getting all of them. I want to say December. So it was like four, five months was when we got our photos back. And I, I couldn't have been happier. It was the best decision to make. And I just, I adore the photos so much. They're so fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects of your event where you focused your attention or your budget? Something that was really important was like our theme. So we, since we had like a Dapper Day themed Peter Pan type wedding, it was really important that our guests dressed Dapper. And so we put it in the invites. You know, my husband made a website for our guests, which had pictures of Dapper Day. We always go to Dapper Day every year and kind of like, um, especially my husband, like an old soul. 
And so we really wanted to make sure all of our guests dressed dapper, which they did, and they looked fantastic. Secondly was our photographer and videographer. Obviously, those are memories that you treasure forever. And I just absolutely love Luke and Maddie with uh, Honeymooner Productions. They talked to us before the wedding. The communication was great. Communication was great even post the wedding. And she was such a like a motivator. She was just my my pep rally, just making me feel so great and like, yeah, I am gorgeous. Thank you. Oh yeah, I am a dream. Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. So it was really just nice to have to work with people that just encouraged you and made you feel good about yourself. And then I just absolutely love the work that they did. And then thirdly was hair and makeup again. I don't wear makeup a lot or like ever. And so it was really important that who I chose to do hair and makeup just made me feel comfortable in my own skin, but also not like washed out. And Megan with fairytale hair and makeup was just a dream. She really made me feel beautiful, like a queen, and then made the rest of my bridal party just look gorgeous as well. Huh. And then were there any aspects that were less important where you saved your money or your effort? Definitely floral and decor. We didn't add a single item of decor from Disney. Everything we did was DIY, like I mentioned earlier. So we saved a lot from not doing any decor. With floral, it was very minimal. Basically, the Disney did my bouquet. And then instead of having the bridesmaids with their own bouquets, they all had classic Mickey Mouse Disneyland balloons. And so everyone went down with their own balloon. And then when they all went down the aisle, we had the bridesmaids pass some of the balloons off to the groomsmen. So it actually framed the gazebo with balloons on both sides. So yeah, so it ended up looking really nice. And then we did the flower girl petals and then some of the corsages for all of the moms. And then for floral, we had Tracy with Disney, um, with Disney floral, and she was lovely. She was really wonderful to work with. But yeah, so we really didn't spend too much effort on the floral decor part except for all the DIY stuff. Got it. So out of all of this, what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? Whew. So many. Can I pinpoint it to three? Is that okay? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would say the first was the ceremony where my husband and I got to do our exit in the fire truck. And we had a little just married sign on the back of the fire truck. We rang the bell and we just shared a sweet kiss and just looked at each other like we did this. And I, I just, I love you so much. This was so wonderful. It's just our beginning. And Oh, it was it was just like an elated feeling of joy that we accomplished it. The second moment would be at our reception at the very end. And so we had practiced, I would say, a good six months for our first dance. And my husband, bless his heart, does not dance at all. And he wanted to do try his absolute best. And we took dance lessons. We didn't tell anybody about it. And um, after... We did our first dance. It did really well. But at the very end, we had our own last dance. And basically, everybody was gone. And it was just him and I. And we did the dance to our time of our lives. And we didn't have anything choreographed. But we remembered all the certain steps that we had learned from our lessons. And we kind of just threw it all together like we were professionals. And I was like, wow, we're great. (laughs) (laughs) We're twirling and we're doing lifts. And um, 
it was like, wow, we did this. Our, our wedding is it's done, but we're not all the way done because we still get to go to the park afterwards. But it was just such a sweet moment that we got to share. And then I'll say the last one was doing our toast at the Blue Bayou with all of our family and just being like, apparently in the bridesmaids and some of the groomsmen, it was like, thank you. Like, I love you all so much. This is a whole day extravaganza and just couldn't thank, thank you all enough for being here and sharing it with us. And the meal was delicious. The food was great. The service was great. And it, I just made me so happy. Like, how lucky am I to be able to share in this moment with all of you? And thank you. And it was just wonderful. (laughs) That's awesome. Now, I hate to ask, but did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Yes, it happens. You know, everybody is human and mistakes definitely happen. You know, our fire truck entrance was delayed uh, approximately 20 minutes and I didn't really know what happened and I just knew we were delayed and they asked me and my dad to sit inside while we waited and um, I was just talking to my dad and I was like I just want to get married he goes enjoy the moment darling this is this is special you're going to be married soon you know your dad loves you really sweet mm-hmm. stuff and my sister came in with like a frantic look on her face and she's like hey how is everything? I'm like, oh, we're just great. We're just waiting for our cue. And she goes, oh, well, um, I'm your cue, so let's go. And I was really, like, confused on what she was meaning. But apparently our, our Disney coordinator slash planner had told my wedding party, including my husband, that there was a problem with the bride, what? and which was why there was a delay. And it was like, I'm really glad they didn't tell me till after the fact. Cause like, there was no problem with me. I was just waiting with my dad <laughs> to go inside. So I was really kind of like perplexed as to why they would, you know, say that. But, you know, it happens, I guess. I I just wanted to get married. <laughs> I was just ready. <laughs> I'm just ready to go. And then the second thing that kind of went wrong. Um, oh, I should mention that the table setup was also incorrect. But my day of coordinator outside my outside vendor Kimberly Kimberly's ever after planning she I mean she had my diagram already and so when the tables were set up incorrectly she like had to talk with the other um the, the setup team to make sure it was set up right and they were like putting my my dad I wanted my dad at the table next to me and then the way the table diagram was he was by the cake table and she really made sure that the tables were set up in the correct formation uh, again I didn't know about it until after the wedding thankfully but she really made sure to be on top of that. And she also put out all the DIY stuff, which was a lot. So definitely a lifesaver. I don't fully recommend doing an outside day of coordinator. And then the last thing that went wrong was that the cake cutting was a really simple request. We just wanted two knives. It was in our BEO. It was really important. We practiced our cake cutting and we both wanted our own knife to kind of help us cut the cake and take the cake out. And it's, it seemed like a pretty simple request to us, but when they grabbed us to do the cake cutting, there was only one knife and everybody's like watching us getting ready to cut it. And we're like, Oh, um, where's the second knife? And then our Disney coordinator was like, Oh, there's no second knife. Like, Oh, okay. So it was kind of like a little bit of a downer that we didn't have a, the knife that was like in our BEO. And, you know, I kind of felt like our cake moment wasn't exactly how, what we were dreaming of it to be. But they're minor things compared to how wonderful the whole day went. Right. Okay. 
And then was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be a big deal? Yes, I was really concerned about having kids during the ceremony. I had been to quite a few weddings where like the toddler would go up. One of them literally went and sat on the bride's dress during like her vows. Another one, you know, baby's crying. And I was so concerned that that was going to happen during our moment. My husband made these little um, cutout cards that put inside our invitations that said, um, we welcome your kids, but they will be, we asked for them to be at the Neverland. We had a Neverland area set up for them so that during the ceremony, they could sit in the Neverland area and I wouldn't have to worry about like a kid uh, crying or, you know, running around during the ceremony. And, but it was really, it, it just sat on my heart wrong. And then when it came closer to the day, I just couldn't, I just couldn't ask my family not to have their kids there. And so like the day before we just asked them if you would, if the, your child acts up, if you just please just take us like a step out. Um, so it's not disrupting the wedding. And then the children were, perfect there was not one peep not one sound not one fuss they were just absolutely just angels and then I felt so bad for worrying about it for so long but they were just just wonderful children and I just wish I wouldn't have worried so much about something that ended up not being a problem whatsoever is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now I there's only one thing I would have done differently and I take full responsibility on it, which would be that when I asked my stepmom to be the officiant, we trusted her completely with her script. We went over it with her. We liked what she said and it was really sweet and meaningful to us and we loved it. It wasn't until I was looking at pictures after my wedding that I realized that nobody stood up when I walked down the aisle and then nobody stood up when we exited Mm -hmm. and I was like oh why is no one standing and then like one of my best friends she's like well Nora didn't like announce it I'm like don't people just do that and they're like no I'm like oh shoot well that was a miss (laughs) (laughs) but besides that I think that would be the only thing was just having the guests stand and then possibly adding umbrellas because even though we got married in the morning it was like 95 degrees at 9 a.m. It was during the heat wave last year at, in California, and it was so hot, and I'm so thankful we got married in the morning, and we didn't have to experience too much more of it um, with my makeup sliming off my face or something. It, it held. My makeup was fantastic, but I was really worried about it, and then the guests were very hot in the ceremony location without, like, an umbrella, so... I would probably keep that in mind, but I don't think I would change it probably because I would mess up the pictures. So I don't know. I think just the standing up then. (laughs) (laughs) And then I noticed you mentioned that you used my fairy tale weddings guide, which is interesting to me because it doesn't have any Disneyland specific information in it. It's all for Walt Disney World. Can you talk a little bit about what parts you were able to use for your Disneyland wedding? Oh yeah. You're, You're the spreadsheet. Everything needs to be in a in a spreadsheet. You can even even though it's not targeted towards Disneyland, it still has the same background to it. So maybe there's not the same language. It's still the same outline. So for example, is the questions about knowing the attendance, what to know about for your guests when you're inviting people, and your venues and how Disney works. It's it still applies to Disneyland weddings, even though it's not like say Disneyland like wording. Does that make sense? Yeah, got it. Okay, great. Well, I'm so glad to hear that you found it helpful. Oh, absolutely. I Even though I wasn't a Disney World bride, I listened to you religiously, and I feel like it's it still applies. It 
I, I would not discourage anybody who is the Disneyland bride not to buy it because it still has a lot of important information in it. Oh, that's great to hear. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disneyland couples? Yeah, enjoy your day. It's going to go by so fast. Try to eat. You won't be able to, at least I couldn't, but like try to stay hydrated. And most importantly, I think I want to say stay valid in your feelings. So for example, when your planners don't get back to you right away, you are valid in feeling that you should be important. And I think I I struggled with that during the planning process of feeling like I was always trying to go above and beyond of like, I'm not that bride. I'm, I am easygoing. I just want an answer. And I think that if you just realize that you're not the only one in that position and with Disney being as busy as they are, that it is hard to get a hold of someone and to get communication and you're valid in feeling that your wedding should be important and that your money is important. And just know that it's okay to feel upset and know that the day will still go wonderful and it will still go fantastic. And just realize that it's okay to feel the way that you do, but you will be okay. And the wedding will still be amazing and just the most, and there are still fabulous people at Disney weddings that will still help you, but just realize that everyone's human, things happen, but you, your wedding is important. Your money is important and you're valid in how you feel with wanting to get a response back. That's great advice. Well, Summer Jane, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married at Disneyland, and I appreciate your taking the time. Absolutely, Carrie. Thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>